Yeah. All right. Go, 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 go. We'll go, move go, the podcast. Go. That's right. Move the podcast. It is still Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, we, <laughs> Sean isn't here and he made us watch the yeah, lady killers. He this does is, a, he, he does a classic, this. like taking a big shit and then just like leaving it in the toilet. So somebody else has to flush it. Like it's, okay. yeah, this movie. At this point, can we just kick him off the show? Yeah, I mean, because he tried to do it with Southlake Tales too. Yeah, we delayed the show for like we a month. We delayed the show a whole month because we didn't. We made him face the music. <laughs> I realized my mic was nowhere near my face. Um, but anywho, yeah, you were. Uh, I didn't even. I didn't realize how distant you were until you just moved there. I was like, oh, there you well, go. Well, emotionally. Um, so yeah, this movie sucks shit. It made me change. I it, it almost made me completely change my opinion of Tom Hanks as a person. So wow, wow. This, this movie sucks, but it like I, sucks. I, we'll, like we'll, we'll no get into would, it. Dude, I, all I'm saying, but we will get into it. Yeah. But like the Cohen brothers, who I like, I mean, and geniuses. Tom Hanks, who I like, yeah, could not have looked at the dailies uh, for this I mean, and gone. I mean, this is a good movie. We're doing nothing, a good job. There's here. nothing but talented people in this movie. J.K. J. Simmons, Simmons, who I like, uh, Stephen Root. Like it's a, it's a lot of the the. Cohen mainstays or one Wayans, which one I'm not sure. It's it's Marlon, and he is. I mean, he is so terrible. Like again, he's only dealing with the material that he's given, right? But like his character is so annoying that it borders on like being <laughs> super racist. Like I don't know if anybody else felt that way, but like I felt like uncomfortable with his character. Like I don't you, know, like, was, like 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 his character was so annoying. You were disregarding his entire race. Is that what we're no, getting? No, at? not no. But I'm saying like as a character like written by two white guys, like his character felt like wait. There's a word that I'd like to use, but I'm not gonna. But it, it was like minstrelly is the way hmm. I would describe his character. And like I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm the like I don't know. I, I know like we talk about this all the time. But, like, maybe I'm just too sensitive nowadays because that's 2023 and I'm woke. But, like, I had a real hard time with his character. Like, it was real bad. Because, like, he's just annoying and, like, his two his two characteristics are he's annoying and black. And I'm like, I don't But know. you guys both like big, big booties. So that way then. That's pretty, that's pretty Cohen'sy, though. Like. They really don't have any black characters in any of their movies. It's probably the, one time the they best. Tried it, it <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I never thought about that. Like, that's like, a very good point. They don't like think. Do you think of any Cohen's movies that have any black characters in them? Well, uh, Ethan Cohen did that Macbeth movie last year with Denzel Washington, but beyond, like in their in the Cohen brothers oeuvre, uh, I can't think of one. Like I, I mean, I'm trying to think like. Was there was there any black characters in um, No Country for Old Men <laughs> or Three um, Billboards? There had to be somebody. Or, wait, Three Billboards wasn't they, bad. They didn't make Three Billboards. Uh, I don't believe there was a black character in No Country for Old Men. There was black characters in Oh Brother Where Art Thou, but they were kind of like in the same capacity as this. I think they were just there was like a choir scene. So yeah, I mean, as far as like main characters, absolutely not. I don't know if they've. Like it's it's pretty wild, but anyway, let's get into we'll get into the movie in a second. Let's uh, let's get into what we watched this week. Uh, Alec, um, I watched uh, I think four things. Four nice. things. Well, because we yeah, we missed your con- contributions from last. Oh, week. Oh, that's right, you were out last week. Yeah, I watched four things. Um, 
One's called Please Don't Destroy the Treasure of Foggy Mountain. Oh, I saw uh, commercials for that. It looked pretty funny. It is pretty funny. It's not, it's, it's not like, great, but it's uh, It's, it's like current SNL people, right? I haven't watched they're SNL like, They're, they're basically the new version of The Lonely Island. Mm, okay. Like the same three white guys who are, like, obsessed with rap. But it, they're still funny. They're funny yeah. together. And uh, overall, it's pretty good. I, uh, what's, it, what's it about? I enjoyed it. Um, life is starting to split these guys apart, and the one character realizes that they, a compass they found when they were kids might lead them to a treasure when they're in their, like, mid to late 20s. Um, so they go on, like, a treasure hunt. Okay. And hijinks ensue. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. It's not, like, the best thing I've ever seen, but it was a lot better than I expected from, like, a yeah. Peacock original, uh, SNL or SNL movie from guys I really hadn't heard of. Um, Conan O'Brien's in it. He's really funny. He plays one of their dads. Oh, and like, cool. he looks almost exactly like him. Or I didn't look it up to see if he was actually his dad or not. But <laughs> they look really, they have like the same like red hair quaff. Um, he might actually be related to the guy now that I think of it. I didn't actually look it up. But he owns like a big sporting goods store and he's really funny. Um, Really, not a lot of other people in it that are like recognizable. There's a bunch of like current-ish SNL people in it. Yeah, but I, I don't think one of you watch any SNL. I watch I it sometimes. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time. Sometimes, like when a bit you know gets clipped on like TikTok or something, that's about my uh, the extent of my exposure to SNL these days. Chimp clumped. Yeah, chimp chimp clumped. Um, so that was pretty good. Um, I would recommend it. I think it was only like an hour and a half. It wasn't like super, 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 super long. Perfect length uh, for comedy. Watch some movie that's also on Peacock called The Gingerweed Man. And let me tell you, it's amazing how people can get money together to make some movies. Mm-hmm. It's so, really shocking. So he was a gingerbread man that smoked weed? He uh, he has nothing to do with gingerbread. I don't know why he's what? called that. He's a little like weed nugget that's sentient, but he deals weed to people. It sounds amazing. Oh, so he's like the gingerbread man made of sweet marijuana, but it's only like the dankest of nugs. I think it's like barely an hour long. Hell yeah! <laughs> he looks that's like kinda... a... He looks like watched it because it was like, well, only an hour. Was it at least like stupid funny? Like was it was it really stupid. Like, and we couldn't follow the plot like for anything. <laughs> like, there's another like sentient piece of weed that shows up, but we thought it was a flashback and it was him as a kid until they showed up on screen together. And we're like, oh, there's two of them. <laughs> it sounds incredible. It's so ridiculous. It's absolutely he looks- insane. You guys remember the ghoulies? He looks like a ghoulie. You love uh, kind of. You've brought up the since we've known each other. You have brought up ghoulies like a thousand times. But it's what he looks like. Ghoulies is I'm, the best point of reference for you. I mean, it's not my fault. No, I'm I'm not making fun. I I just think it's funny. Yeah. Like, if he was erupting. If he was eru- if the gingerweed man was erupting out of a toilet, everyone would go, "That's a ghoulie." Weren't they at college? I think that was the plot of the Ghoulies. That anyway. oh, it's been forever. We should do a uh, Ghoulies month. There's several of them. Anything else, Alec? 
Oh yeah, I got two more things. Oh, nice. stuff. Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh yeah, um, I watched that too on the other show that I do with Chris. It was okay. Yeah, that useless <laughs> show. I thought yeah, the same thing. I thought it was like it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It's, it's uh, like it doesn't. Fine. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's a fairly quick movie. Like yeah, Josh I don't like the aggressive. Pretty good in it. I feel like the plot is insanely convoluted for like as dumb of a movie as it is. Yes, like we had some trouble <laughs> tracking it at points. You want to talk about a confusing as plot? And like the main character has this revelation that he can just he can like manipulate his dreams and gleam new information from his dreams. It's like the fuck are you talking about? Like what? And it, that becomes well, that's like because a, that's because the kids in his dreams were ghost kids from the. Animatronic yeah. robots. Yeah, yeah. It it was. I don't know. I I thought that the first, like the cold open for the movie, I thought was like the best part of the movie. Like I loved it. It was like a, it was like a saw scene. Like it, it was. I don't know. I thought it was really cool. It was a fun little short film, and then it kind of went away from me. I don't know. I also really don't like that main actor at all. The guy from Hunger Games. I don't know his name. Yeah. I just You know, you need to watch Future Man. I watched it. I need to finish it so yeah. good in that and it's so funny and like i didn't think he was very good either until i watched future man like yeah. all of god i don't know how that show got like five seasons or whatever but it's so good and he's so yeah. good at that that's what turned me around on him because i thought he was kind of a dud like in the hunger games and stuff i was like he oh, kind of yeah. sucks he's very one note that's like but the future man like the, the it, it starts off with him like accidentally jerking off on a video game character who comes to life through a time portal. Yeah, I actually forgot all about that show. I watched the first season after you recommended it. I remember enjoying it. I just need to finish it. Yeah, there's like four or five seasons. It gets real weird. It's it's funny like, to me that like every show gets weird. like seven seasons, unless it's on Netflix, and then it gets one and it's done. But <laughs> um, but I thought Five Nights at Freddy's, like, if I had a score, I'd give like a six or seven. It wasn't yeah. great, but it wasn't like, I wasn't mad that I watched it. It wasn't no. like, the best thing I ever watched. I thought it was a little surprisingly dark at some points for who they market it to. Like, oh yeah, yeah what's, it, what's it rated? Gross PG. It being like a video game for kids, basically. Yeah, and I mean they they like kill people and stuff in it too. I mean they don't. Yeah, and they I mean, lose it's not like, like they it's not like, like super murdering gory, children but... and keeping their oh, yeah. corpses in. Animatronic puppets, which, which is canonical to the game, apparently. Like that's that's actually the the lore in the game is that there's like dead children in those those Chuck E. Cheese robots. That's dark. It's mm-hmm. very dark. And Isn't that the same plot as like dark. Neon Genesis Evangelion? Are there corpses in those robots? First of all, watch your mouth. I never no, watched it, but that's uh, not that's not how it works. But is Willy's Wonderland a ripoff of? Five Nights at Freddy's. So the funny thing about that is, is that Five Nights at Freddy's, the, the movie that you just watched. So that movie has been in like production hell for like a decade. Like they changed the script. It's one of those movies that are like the script has changed 8,000 times. The director has changed 8,000 times. And the, the Willie's Wonderland or whatever. So they basically were like, well, fuck it. We're going to make our own version of Five Nights at Freddy and beat it to market. To be like, we're, we're the first ones. So that, that's all that is. They, they were just like trying to make a very quick cash grab. And they did. Good old Nick Cage. Cash grab Cage. 
Did never you watch says that no, movie? says no to any project. I did not. I just it's, it's it came up good. when I was looking at stuff oh, for. Shit. It came up when I was looking at stuff for this. It's so I was like, it's super. Oh yeah, I I did not care for it. He doesn't also, speak in the movie. Yeah, he right? doesn't speak in the whole movie, which is a a choice that I can't fathom when you have Nicolas Cage. I want to take his animatronic face off. Uh, um, the last thing we watched, it came out last year, and it was, surprisingly it wasn't very good because all the recent stuff they've done has been very good. Which Reno 911's It's a Wonderful Heist. Um, oh, I haven't seen Christmas I didn't even know Christmas that was movie out. That came out like last December. Oh, no shit. And it's not good. It's not very funny. What's it? Um, it is a shame because like all the new episodes they came out with, I thought were really good, and the other couple of special, they had the QAnon special, and yeah, the, the, the and the defunded special, which were both really funny. Yeah, I and they were like you, they were like we talked about the QAnon special in the show, I think, right? I think I remember yeah. that. And they were yeah. both like they were both like feature length movies too, and they were both still really funny. Um, this one just didn't do it. I like Stacy just thinks I might have run out of steam. I think Robert. Ben Grant was not in it. Oh, he's great. And I feel like Junior is such a big part of the show. Like, agreed. And he's him and Thomas Lennon write the whole fucking thing themselves. Right. Like, I don't know if he had writing credits, but he wasn't in the movie, so I would assume he didn't help write it either. Um, I don't know if he's got other stuff going on, or they had a falling out or something. No, there. I think uh, I don't. I know they didn't have a falling out because they've actually just had a big state like reunion. Yeah, didn't they just tour? tour? Yeah, oh, they were at the Kennedy Center recently, weren't they? Yeah, that would have been fun to go see. I wanted to get the tickets were kind of expensive. Like, I'll bet. I mean, and Dave, David Wayne has like his own tour, the Dad Garage Rock Band tour or something. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about him that. and uh, him and uh, Ken Marino, Ken Marino, and somebody else just go around playing like. Dave Matthews and like oh I would I would love to see that jam band I, shit a million years ago I saw Michael Showalter and Eugene Merman and I forget the third comedian but they they played the Auto Bar and they were fucking hilarious like it was so fucking funny like they were all really good and I this is like I didn't even know I mean obviously now I know who Eugene Merman is but like at the time I didn't really know who he was like I remember him as. He was like a guy that showed up a couple of times in Flight of the Concords. Like I think he, in that in the show, I think he plays the super the building that the the guy. Yeah. Lives in. But um, he was so funny, and Michael Showalter was really funny, and like I don't know, the state is one of those like touchstones for like our generation that like I don't I feel like is kind of lost for like younger generations. Like I don't know that that show is very important to me, and I think all of us really. And uh, you know, I was telling Gogs actually a uh, little little bit of interesting history. So, you know how the state was on MTV? Like uh-huh. you know the reason for that? Cuz I didn't. I found this out like because of fucking TikTok cuz TikTok's amazing. So they they before they got like on a show or before they got their own sketch comedy show, they were a comedy troupe that would always play like music festivals. So they got con- they were like connected with like Sonic Youth and a lot of the like alternative bands of the, like the early nineties and um God what what's her name uh, uh Weigel uh, she's Aaron Kenny the, Silver yeah she had her own band and her band was pretty good and they they also 
like whenever the state the state would do their like comedy thing and like open up like her band would play so that's how they got the mtv connection because they were already like deep in the music scene so that's why that connection came to be it also makes sense why you know so many of their sketches were like based around the music so much because they all came from like musical backgrounds i thought that was pretty interesting i had no idea <clears throat> but yeah, anyway that is interesting yeah right like i thought this was pretty cool uh, um, anyway, that's all the movies I watched. We started watching the most recent episode of The Righteous Gemstones, and like that show might be the best show on television right now. I am so far it's behind. So, it's so goddamn funny. I, I just finished the second season, so I'm like, I'm way behind. Oh, the third season is the one they're on. You're just you're bringing out behind. Oh, it I all. thought they were. I thought they're on the fourth. No, the third one is the one that I'm watching. I'm halfway through it. It just came out this summer. I need to watch. But that that show is so. Goddamn funny and like John, it might be the best thing John Goodman's ever done because he's wow, he's so perfect as uh Eli Gemstone in that show. It's quite a statement, it is, but like, it's I feel like it's fairly accurate. Yeah, I don't disagree like, with, without, without scrolling through and like looking at every uh, everything that he's done. Like, he's great in like Oh Brother, but he's in it for like oh, yeah. a minute. He's great, and, in, uh, the he's great. Every Cohen's thing that he's in, like Barton Fink, he's fantastic. He's great in Lebowski. Obviously, the big Lebowski, like that. I mean, Walter so Cloverfield, so whatever something. Cloverfield oh my Lane, god, he's great uh, in that. Oh yeah, ten he's, Cloverfield Lane. I mean, he honestly like, and I'm obvious. I don't. He is to me like he's just super underrated as an actor. Like he's so good, and he's just one of those guys that's just consistently amazing. You know, humble beginnings is Dan Dan the drywall man. Yeah, making his loose oh, meat yeah. sandwiches. Mm. Fuck that. Is. I always thought that sounded so good when I was a kid. Now I'm like, look. <laughs> what what Joe's, right? Oh, that's, like, that's it? all it is, right? I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Because yeah. a loose meat is just a pourable meat, right? That's some, all I can think of is sloppy Joe. I got, some, I got some pourable meat for you. Some non-Newtonian beef. Um, beef. Watch the first beef. few seasons, first few episodes of Invincible that are nice. available. Oh, Invincible is yeah. great. Like, that show is tremendous. Yeah. Um, I watched the first episode of Gen V just a little bit ago. That's pretty good. I'll see. I'll keep watching and see if, how how I like it. Um, you watch Scott Pilgrim yet? No. Watch I'll it. get around to it at, at, at some point. It's very good. Um, and it's there's quick. Some, there's some other movies. I've watched some other movie too, but I can't think. I didn't write it down, so I can't think of what it was. But I know I saw something else. But um, I think that's it. Gogs. Um, I watched three things. Three things. Uh, two of them were repeats. Um, mm. tis, tis the season, so we watched Elf. Elf's a lot of fun. On paper, it's a dumb idea. I enjoy it. In execution, it's a dumb idea, but God damn it if it doesn't work. They never made um, an Elf 2, did they? That's kind of And shocking. they shouldn't. They really. I know, but I'm just mean they, they made, that movie made so much fucking money. Like they apparently threw like truckloads of money at Will Ferrell to do a second one, and he refused. He was like, "No, wow. it's this is from a guy who made Anchorman too." Oh yeah, like, God, he, they threw that truckloads movie. of money, and he was like, "No, just like like Anchorman Elf is like you do Elf not is like perfect. Anchorman two. Anchorman two is so bad, dude. No, you I don't. I do like Anchorman. I don't believe you like that. you like some scenes from Anchorman two. Like the scene, yeah. 
I felt like Anchorman Two was like a fight. fight. The new station you fight. Eat, you boys eat pussy. You're gonna. Yeah, gonna. I like the cunt punt cowboys. Um, like, see, you're chuckling. Um, yeah, but that does not make a whole movie. Wa- like, I had a hard time finishing that movie. But, but Elf, yeah, Elf's Elf's great. Jimmy Khan is so good in Elf. I just like can't get over it. Um. So, oh, and Bob Newhart, I feel like he's the unsung hero of Elf because he delivers everything in just such like a dry. New heart, kind of. Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of the way it is. And he's saying the most ridiculous shit, and he does it straight faced. He's just a real shout to Bob Newhart. Um, Do you remember Bob Newhart's sitcom Bob, where he his job was he was a comic book artist. I still think that's yeah. like one of the. Wait, no, he wasn't a comic book artist. That you're yeah. thinking of Cosmic Cow, aren't you? You're thinking of the other show, aren't you? No, he did a sitcom where his like his character was a comic book artist. I think that's so fucking. Well, there was weird. a show called New Heart where he ran like an inn, and there was Daryl, my other brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. I think it. I don't. I could be wrong. Anyway, move on. We'll, we'll move right. past it. I'll look it so up. Funny. You... Um, the other thing I watched was uh, uh another lighthearted uh, holiday film. I watched rewatched Joker. Um. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that is a holiday movie. The movie's pretty good. Still pretty good. Um Joaquin Phoenix really leans into it. Um Dark dark movie, but Yeah. I, I was right. Good times. So in the series Bob uh-huh. he played Bob McKay, the creator of the nineteen fifties comic book superhero Mad Dog. Okay. Which is weird because Mad Dog is a real. That's like a real character. Anyway, that's I don't. What a weird premise for a sitcom. Why was he? Now I got to try to think about the one I'm thinking of. You're thinking of the New Heart show. That's old. The Cosmic Cow thing. Um, I'll figure that out in a little bit. Are you thinking of Duck Man? Dude, no, no. It was a show about a guy. He always wore a red sweater. He had silver hair. His daughters were kind of hot. He he made a comic called Cosmic Cow. And it was just their life in San Francisco, and I cannot, for the life of me, remember. That. But it was like one of those like network like Friday night sitcoms that would, you know, you know what I'm saying? It'll, once I hear the name, I'll be like, oh, it's oh Jesus, together Christ. we fuck or whatever it's called. <laughs> I'm like, uh... it's called together we fuck. <laughs> That's a little. So like I on the nose for NBC. As soon as I, I googled Cosmic Cow, like I I immediately recognize this actor, but I cannot think of what uh, Cosmic Cow TV show. The the show I'd never heard of this show before. The show was called Too Close for Comfort, which is that's it. Shockingly close to what you said. <laughs> so Too Close for Comfort, right? You know who the fucking actor is that plays the the animator, the the, the artist. I, it's again, Judge, I, it's Judge Smales from uh, Caddyshack. Yeah, his name is Ted Knight. How'd you like to mow my lawn? Yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff. Um, That's pretty funny. God, that, weird. That show was on from 1980 to 1987. So, like, you were, you were what, five years old uh, when that show ended? Or I was seven. I but can't count. Oh, yeah. I watched it since birth, apparently. So... It made a big uh, impact on you. It did. The daughters are kind of hot, by the way. That's right? what I'm saying. So anyway. Oh, and and Jim J. Bullock was in it. My, my yeah, favorite, he was like my their like token gay, gay neighbor. Yeah, that, that's all that guy. Like 
Do you remember that in that period of time where there was always like the questionably gay? Like he's just a he's just if he had like boy. a name like Mitchum or something. <laughs> he had some name that everyone liked to say. Confirmed yeah. bachelor. Confirmed bachelor. Yeah. What was his name? Jim James Monroe. Monroe Ficus. <laughs> Monroe Ficus. Oh my god, that rocks, dude. We uh, gotta start a band to call it Monroe Ficus. Anywho, uh, sorry. So welcome I watched this. I watched Joker. I watched Elf. the podcast. I also watched. Uh, I watched Oppenheimer. Ah, what'd you think? Of Let that? me tell you something about Oppenheimer. That movie's pretty goddamn good. And I, I had no idea. I mean, I knew it was about Robert Oppenheimer, but I didn't know what it was about. Like, I, sure. I knew it was about the Manhattan Project. I knew it was about like the development sure. of the atomic bomb. I didn't realize it was about like, like, oh, like his whole life beyond that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of about like. The McCarthyism and it was about and, McCarthyism. Yeah, it was about yeah. like the consequences of your action. It's about all the like the fact, like the way. And I don't know if it's real or not. I'm assuming it's truthful, but who knows? But like mm-hmm. whole, like his sort of point of view of like this will be the bomb that will end war, not the bomb that will make war forever and terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um. And like how like his desire to maybe get it regulated and turned down got squashed, and then like the McCarthyism piece was really good, and the way he got railroaded. But like it is chock a box full of just stunning performances, like just excellent, excellent top tier performances. But somehow like in a few, and like fucking Josh Hartnett's killing it in this movie. He, Matt Damon's killing it in the movie. Yeah. Like, Josh Hartnett was really good. It was like, it was a very, very pleasant surprise. You're like, Oh wow. Like, he he was like, act. he was really good. And like, it's uh, like, 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 I talked to you analog about it. Like everyone, there's not a bad performance in the whole movie. But somehow, like over this this very high bar of all of these great performances, Killian Murphy's performance is literally something different. Like, yeah, if he, he doesn't is, win best actor, if he doesn't win I'll best be actor, shocked. it's a crime. It is, yeah, it is, it is transcendent. Like you don't even know who he's acting. It's it's one of those performances where he's doing it so well. You're not seeing Killian Murphy. You're seeing Robert Oppenheimer. He is yeah. just. He he is almost like a da- he's Daniel Day Lewising it like it is so yeah, I, I, that's a good comparison good in this movie. Um, can, can I ask you a question? Um, sure. Because I I said this when I saw it because I saw it in the theater and I get that like shooting things big is is Nolan's thing and he always, he loves seventy and all but like the marketing push to like you have to watch this in seventy I thought was really odd after I watched the movie. I think like, it was unnecessary. It's a quiet, yeah. a much smaller. It's a small, quiet movie. Yeah, there's a big explosion. Like there's really, but that's yeah, and that's kind of the point of the movie, right? Like it's it's it's, it's like intimate. the fate the fate of the fucking world is decided by little men in little rooms. You know what I mean? Like, like it's and spoiler alert for Oppenheimer, I guess, but like. I don't think I, everyone should see this movie. Alec, you I don't really, you yet. can't really spoil Oppenheimer. <laughs> it's like spoiling the Titanic, right? Like, yeah. you know what happens. Um, yeah. Like, they don't, the fact that they made the choice to not show the actual bombing of Hiroshima oh, or I'm Nagasaki. So I'm, I'm really glad that they did. It's like, such a brilliant, like, like, it's like the one thing that you're expecting to see, the one thing you were, the only thing you're expecting to see in this movie, yeah, and they don't show it. And I'm like, well, I mean, I think, like, again, like, Nolan, I mean, obviously, I'm the biggest Nolan mark in the room, but, like, he did the same thing in fucking Dunkirk, right? Like, you never right. see the Nazis in Dunkirk. Like, no. it, it, it's, like, it's it's just smart. Like, it's a smart choice. And I think, like, I don't know. I mean, Oppenheimer, 
is probably his best movie. Like it's this is so top well tier. Done. This is top tier Chris Nolan. This is like this is it's this and Dunkirk for me. Like his like other stuff. Like like you know the Batman movies are a lot of fun, right? Um, Inception's a lot of fun despite his problems. I will always love um, Memento, right? Um, I should probably revisit uh, the space movie. But like Interstellar, yeah. This, but this, like this, like Dunkirk and Oppenheimer are both these quiet movies with these impossibly big stakes, and they're so intimate and so small, and the performances are so good. Um, I'm gonna start referring to my penis, my penis as intimate. <laughs> it's like, but, <laughs> I mean, it is. I've seen it. Uh, it's a limited engagement project. It's very limited, three, four seconds tops. Um, but this, like, I don't know. I Oppenheimer is it. I, it it actually. I went. I went into it thinking, ah, oh, this can't, this can't withstand the hype. Uh, but it, more, more it, penis entendre. Did you was did you feel the length? Because I didn't. I I mean, it was long, but no, 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 no. Yeah. It, it cooked like it just like yeah. I was with it the whole time. I was like, and then when it ended, I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I felt For the a three, it's, the, it's one of the fastest three-hour movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. Um, I love it. It's like it. Dune. Like Dune's three hours. I can yeah. sit there and watch Dune whenever. Um, still sad we haven't seen Dune two yet. March, I think. Um. Yeah, I but yeah, Oppenheimer, man, believe the hype, super, super good. Um, and Killian Murphy, like he just, like it made me. Killian Murphy's so good in it, like it made me sit back and reflect on him and be like, maybe he is one of our greatest current actors because he is just, like I'm trying to think now of a bad Killian Murphy performance and I can't. No, oh, he's always one. good. He's always good. Um, and he, he's British, Irish. I think Welsh. he's Irish. Welsh. Welsh. Something. He does a he, he hides his accent very well in this. He hides yeah, oh, his yeah. accent very well in Twenty Days Later, but like, if he's I don't know, he's fucking pop goddamn tier. Also, shout out to Kenneth Branagh, he shows up. Um, I mean, everybody shows up. Like, I I think it's really cool. Like Benny Safdie's in the movie. Macon Blair is in the movie. Dude, Macon Blair is like that guy. It's so, so cool that Macon Blair is in a fucking Christopher Nolan, like one of the biggest movies like of the year. It's crazy that little Macon Blair, a guy who was just Jeremy Saulnier's like best friend, is in like this major movie. I don't know. It's cool. The guy who plays the prosecutor or the whatever the prosecutor in he was the he was the I one brother from Lawless. Um, yes, the yes. Tom Hardy movie. He's yes. great in it too. Everyone's great in it. What am I saying? Everyone's fucking. Wasn't that guy that wasn't that guy in one of the Terminator movies? Wasn't he John Connor? He was. He was John yeah. Connor in the one where the Terminator turned to like dust or nanite. I always or forget some that shit. guy's name, but he's been in a ton of shit. But yeah, I always I, every time I see him, I just think of that. What was it? Terminator Genesis? Was that Genesis? Level? Maybe or one of the other. Uh, did we do that like, on the show? I feel like we did. we did. No, yeah, yeah. no. We did Salvation on the show. Uh, we did. Salvation. We did the one with we, him in it. I think. I think we show. talked about. Genesis. Salvation is the one with Christian Bale. We did that one on the show. Oh, oh my god, yeah, that one was. Maybe terrible. I watched Genesis by myself. Ugh, it I watched it with human. I think I watched Genesis with you. I think that's why Ew. I think I, I saw it on the show. Or well, anyway. Also, shout out to the ladies too. Florence Pugh, tremendous in it. Great. Emily, Emily Blunt, Blunt tremendous great. in it. Um, yeah. I really and I I I said this to Anthony today because he saw it. He watched it over the weekend too. 
And I, I really loved how this movie was like written. I think this movie's written incredibly well. Cause like at first I thought, I thought Florence Pugh's character towards the beginning of the movie, I thought she was kind of underdeveloped. But then like as the movie progresses, you realize like how important she actually is to the movie. And you're like, Oh wow. Like that's kind of amazing. Right. Like I loved like, it's funny, right? Because obviously, like uh, a through line of this show is how big of a pervert I am, and I actually love this scene where, like, towards towards uh, the end, where uh, they're both naked and just having a conversation. But it's like it's actually like really tasteful and like interesting for the scene as to like what that represents. It's not just it's not just hey these people are naked like there's like something to it. No, it's not pulp. It's like a, it's a it's a real human conversation. They're in like, like their they're refractory super, period. Exactly, and they're super vulnerable, and they're and like I don't know, like that's that's really clever. Like I thought that was like I don't. There's just a lot sure, of sure, sure it is. You hear there's Christopher Nolan off screen going, "Get out your bits, love. Get out, <laughs> out your bits." <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, he's got like a stained wife beater and like a coarse white. Oh, Chris Nolan. <laughs> he only you dresses pervert. up at all nice and proper when he's in interviews. Uh, well, anyway, anything else? That's, guys? that's everything I watched. TJ, what'd you watch? I only watched one thing. Uh, one I watched, thing? I watched, uh, Hideki Ano's Shin Mast Rider. Uh, it's the third of his Shin trilogy. Uh, so does, 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 does Shin mean something that we should know? Super, basically. Uh, or like, it's it not like it's kind of it doesn't quite translate to super, but it's basically super. Um, the Shin Godzilla was Super Godzilla. Ba- ba- again, it doesn't. It's not a hundred. Like it's not a one to one translation, but like that's like close to what it means apparently. And this is someone that's Googled it. Like it's not like I I know Japanese, <laughs> but um. But yeah, so the the Shin trilogy is Shin Godzilla, which we all loved, Shin Ultraman, which I haven't watched yet, and Shin Carmen Rider. And man, Shin Carmen Rider, uh, excuse me, Master Rider. Oh, that's another thing I found out watching this movie. So I always thought that the character was called Carmen Rider, and because that's how I'd seen it written, I've seen people talk about it. Uh, while I was watching the movie, I found out that Carmen is translated to Mast. So it's actually Carmen is Japanese for mast or to wear a mask. So that's why the movie is Shin Mask Rider. But anyway, this is such a fun movie. Um, this is so I, I'm not too familiar with uh, Carmen Rider. I know the I mean, I know what the character looks like. and I've seen, you know, I've been around anime and, and you know, uh, Tatsunoko stuff like Power Rangers and shit for years, obviously. So I've. Anytime I go to a convention, I see lots of toys and shit like that. But I don't really know the character very well. But I know that it's it's like a Power Rangers thing. Like, it predates uh, Power Rangers in Japan, which is uh, Sentai Squad or something over in Japan. But so what this movie is, is this movie is a faithful recreation of what the TV shows are like in the 70s. These, these Tatsunoku shows, like a Power Ranger style show. But... With Hideki Anno's crazy ass sensibilities, like the movie just starts. Like it starts <laughs> in media res it, with a motorcycle chase where the motorcycle is running away from these two trucks that are like these, these, um, like black van trucks. And there is a spider web connecting both of them and they are trying to ensnare the motorcycle into the spider web. Uh, hmm. that leads into Carmen Rider. 
putting a helmet on, getting super strength, and then uh, he continues to eviscerate all of the, uh, the, the people that are chasing him. And when he punches people, it's just like blood mist. The movie is super violent. Hell yeah. Um, I adored this movie. This movie is fucking insane. It's edited like a, like a, um, like a seventies Japanese show, like where the editing doesn't make a lot of sense in the beginning. Cause like, like the, the bad guy who, like, so all the, all the, the people in this movie, all the like superpowered people are called augs and they're humans that are augmented with some kind of animal DNA. So Carmen Ryder is augmented with a mantis, uh, mantis. Uh, the first, the first villain is a spider and he's got this like crazy ass, like psycho mantis ass helmet. And he grows fucking two, like, he grows another set of arms that he fights with, and, like, he spits webs. It's fucking amazing. But anyway, he, he fucking, like, it's, it's the most, like, insane ADHD beginning, because you, you have this, this motorcycle race, this motorcycle chase that leads to this huge bloody fight. Then the, the Carmen Rider and this girl that's on the motorcycle with her, takes her takes Carmen Rider to this like warehouse where this scientist comes out who is uh one of my favorite filmmakers, Shinya Tsukimoto. He's in the movie. He was also in Shin Godzilla. Uh but I love uh Shinya Tsukimoto so I was I was like popped hard when I saw him. But uh he literally just in five seconds explains like, oh you were one of my assistants. Now I gave you superpowers. Now you gotta save the world. Now I'm gonna die. And then <laughs> It like explodes, and then the, the movie like just never stops. It's so fucking kinetic and insane, and like every time they introduce a new villain, it's even more fucking insane. The movie like the the main villain is like this rogue AI. Like every idea they introduce is is the most bonkers shit, and it's so unserious. But then at the same time, like when they're not fighting. The whole movie, like, has these, like, dialogue scenes that are are reflections on, like, existence and what makes, like, humanity happy. I, I, 10 plus. This movie Mm. is a fucking fever dream. I loved it. I, I, I don't, like, this is kind of like, it felt like a, a great double feature with, like, smoking causes coughing, which is another, like, weird dissection of, like, a Power Rangers thing. And this is, like, this is like the opposite. This is like, let's make Power Rangers, but like, let's, let's give it a budget. Let's like shoot it and it looks really good, but let's just keep all the weird editing choices that those shows had. Let's keep all the like speed racer esque. Like I'm going to spit out like 900 lines of exposition, but like in five seconds and not let you dwell on any of it. And then we'll put in all this weird philosophical bullshit on top. Like, is it as good as Shin Godzilla? No, because Shin Godzilla is like a real movie, and this is just fucking in, insanity on film. But God, I loved it so much. Like I, I just I thought it was fantastic. I can't wait to watch it again. Like I loved it. I thought it was so, great. So are you gonna watch Shin Ultraman and and round it I out? Watch, I I need to watch Shin Ultraman. I have it on the Plex. I just haven't got. I literally, I, you know, it's so funny. I have you know, a billion movies on the Plex, right? But I still, like, when I'm like, I want to go watch something, I go to fucking Amazon, and you know what I mean? Like, oh, what do they got mm-hmm. new? And they just happen to have uh, Carmen Rider on Prime, so I watched it. But did, that, did that, we watch it? We watched Inframan. That's what we watched, right? Yeah, I love that movie. Um, It's similar to that. It's, it, like, it's Inframan with a bigger budget, 
and with a guy that loves like weird philosophy questions in his movies. Like, I don't know. I loved it. I don't know how, how you guys would feel about it, but like your mileage may vary if you don't like just absolutely insane shit. It might be my birthday pick, uh, in a few months. Cause I just, I don't know. I, this movie was like a lot of fun. This had the same kind of energy that like when I watched uh, that wolf, wolf guy movie that I recommended, like it's, it felt like that. It was just absolutely insane. And I loved every minute of it. Uh, but that's all I watched. So let's get into the lady killers. Unfortunately. All right. I guess. Sorry, I had to blow my. I my nose will not stop fucking running. Well, all the all the years of all those years of cocaine have finally caught up with me. You got to get a oh. bidet. Get a nose bidet. Oh my god. Sorry, my comic books were falling on top of me. Hmm. What like, a way to go. <laughs> no, right. That's a very specific my, and terrible way to die. My, uh, my, my attack on Titan Omnibus fell, fell that's down. That's a thick boy. Look at that. It's only, and it's only book, it's only the first volume. Which is crazy. My goodness. They just keep attacking on Titan. I got this for, oh. I, I got this for $2. Wow. What a bargain. What a bargain. So, a movie we watched for free was, the Lady Killers. Yeah, yeah that movie sucks. Um, <laughs> so yeah. no one should pay for this fucking movie. So here's the idea: there's a lady who lives oh, in a pause real quick. Oh, for fuck's sake! Have you ever watched? Has anyone here seen the original, the 1955 original? Is that why this movie exists? It it is a remake. It, and you know who's the the lead actor in the original? You'll never guess it. John Lemon. No. Uh, I'll, Star Wars actor. Luke Skywalker. George no. C. Scott. At, what fucking Star Wars was George C. Scott in? I don't know anymore. It's Alec Guinness. Ah, genuine class. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Here's a rubber ball. Um, maybe you can bounce it. Maybe so, for how she liked to bounce it. Uh, oh, got away from you. So... There's a woman, she lives in the house, she talked to a cop, and then the next thing you know, uh, Foghorn Leghorn shows up, and he's like, oh, I want to ready a room, and it's Tom Hanks with fake teeth just doing a bit, and he's like, you have a room to rent? Oh, sweet, do you also have a basement to rent? Because me and my fellow, my band of, uh, of period... Peace playing Renaissance festival having boys need a place to practice in your soundproof root cellar. So he's like, she's like, sure, why not? Just don't play any hippity hop and don't smoke cigarettes. So then you're introduced to uh, a cast of just the most delightful characters. You've got poor JK Simmons who must needed the money. Um, He's trying too. Everybody's a, trying in this movie. Trying. Yeah. He's a guy in this movie, and he's got a lady, and then he, he kills a dog at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, um, was like I, I, I obviously like I don't like uh, I hate when animals die, but I have to say that was probably the only part of the movie that made me laugh. Like I thought that was I thought that joke was pretty funny. The fucking dog. So he's doing a mouth to mouth 
Yeah. J.K. Simmons is a he works in the entertainment field and he's like a, he's like a, a special effects guy, like a demo guy, I guess, is what they describe him as. So, like, at a certain point, he's shooting a dog commercial, but it, the dog is supposed to be like it's like in war. So he has the idea to put like a fucking gas mask on him, but the dog can't breathe. I can't breathe. Also, um, that guy, that guy is in that scene that was in Heroes, and that's the only thing I ever remember him from. He was also in uh, L.A. Noir. Remember that game, Gogs? Oh yeah, yeah. Good game. He was the hero in Big Ass Spiders. That's oh, correct. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I'll he's in what. uh he's in the the uh the Abrams. He's in Rise of the Skywalker for some reason. He's, he's like one of the of them. Is he, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So anyway, he can out a Jake, career. <laughs> God bless there's, him. There's J.K. Simmons. There's A. Wayans. Wayans. He works at a casino riverboat, which is a riverboat casino is parked right next to this lady's house. Um. There's a an, an an Asian fella who knows how to like jam his fingers up your nose. Who has like a Hitler mustache? Who has a reason? Hitler mustache for reasons oh, unexplained? You know, and be, in the beginning of this movie, I talked about how the the Marlon Wayans character was like terrible because he's so like stereotypically terrible. But I just realized that the other black characters you see in this movie, like the first, the other, the other, the other first black characters you see in this movie, that's, that's a hell of a sentence. Uh, they're robbing the, the, the fucking donut store. So it's like, this is not good. Like, no, it's real not. Bad. It's yeah. real. It's really not. And then the last one is Bertier from, uh, uh, remember the Titans, except, uh, this time he's retarded. Oh my God. Dude, so that, that character. And then like, I even hated the, the like, the weird, and again, this movie, I think this movie is putting on a patina of like 50s slapstick, but like the football scene that you're introduced him to is so bad and like, it's just not funny. Like, it's like, oh, it's funny because you keep seeing his like feet dangle in front of him, but like, I, none of, I none of did this not laugh. Funny. Like nothing, like it was, I think that these idiot Cohen brothers got so enamored with themselves from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. They said we can recreate that into like a funny another funny oh this this isn't a period piece. It kind of feels like it. Like, we could yeah, do another kind of like this movie take place. Takes place hard like modern, in the eighties, I think. They got like yeah. boom boxes and Yeah, I guess they don't true. have they don't have cell phones yet. Yeah, they don't have but cell they have like phones. boom boxes and CDs and stuff. Like it's yeah. I, I'm thinking the eighties yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, the modern times, I get it. Yeah, Reagan, but Reagan times. The Coens got so enamored with Oh Brother and how great that was that they, <clears throat> let's go to the old well and do the same thing, and failed miserably. Yeah, this is just, I mean, the worst thing a comedy can do is just not be funny, and this movie is not funny. It like, it's not. aggressively not funny. And I was very high when I watched it too. I was trying to make it. And funny. that didn't help, huh? Not a lick. Made me <laughs> mad. So, anywho, we're watching. So they decided. Why like, that really just struck me as fun. Like on the, on the fucking the Blu-ray, one star. God, it made me mad. <laughs> this movie so, pissed me off. It ruined my evening. Harsh my mellow. So anyway, they're in this basement. They're digging out whatever. Um, Marlon Wayans works as a janitor, and he tries to go to the count room, 
to do whatever. And they're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to dig this hole to the count room, which exists on dry land. But the, 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 the wetland money comes into the dry land bank and it's got a big, thick steel door. So yeah. we're going to bust through its regular old concrete walls and then we're going to steal all the stuff. And so that's what happens. And, uh, they botch it and there's a barge that keeps showing up where they dump all their dirt because they can't just dump the dirt somewhere else for some reason. Um, and then the old lady, is like sticking her nose in the business. They got to admit that maybe they're not singers, but they are bank robbers. And she loves Bob Jones university. And then they all end up dying and falling onto the barge. And then she's left with like $1.3 million and she gives it all to Bob Jones university because the cops don't believe her. And that's the movie. Yeah. The thing that, the thing that the the movie, and and again, like, I, I, I don't know if this is, how the original is set up and like, I don't, but the pacing of this movie is like really odd. Cause like so, they succeed, like they succeed with yeah. pretty much minimal. I mean, uh, JK Simmons and Marlon Wayne's look at along because Marlon Wayne's is like an asshole. Like he, 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 there's one scene where he like, so it, this is another, I mean, I, I'm going to just be a broken record, but like every joke doesn't land, but like, the joke is that J.K. Simmons has, like, kind of, like, a butch older girlfriend, I guess. And, like, I don't know why it's funny. Like, I don't. But it's not think, funny. It's not. And also, like, it's not even, like, a joke. Like, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand what they're. But, like, he brings her to, like, <clears throat> the. um They're, like, they're at, like, a diner and they're planning, like, aspects of their heist. And Marlon Wayne just keeps, keeps saying, you brought your bitch to the thing. You brought your bitch to the. And it's, like. It's it's not funny and it's just really fucking irritating and like yeah no, I don't would, know any of these could be the take that they were like yeah that's that's what we're going for but even in like the the concept of like the script like what is that fucking scene like what it, and like where is the joke like I don't I don't understand like I don't it, it's just weird and like there's so many like parts of this movie that like what exactly like I know that breaking down comedy is like one of the like least funny things in the world. Like I hate when people like try to, to do that, but like, I really like to stop and go like, where's the joke here? Like what, what aspect of this scene is the funny part? Like, I don't get it. Like, I just don't, you know what I mean? Like, and I could go scene for scene as to like, what is the, what is the point here? But the thing is like, they, they, they succeed. They get all the money. And then, like, then they 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 eventually all like kill each other, and then that's the end of the movie. It's like really weird. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, and the, the all the deaths take place like really quickly, and like, I guess that's like madcap and hilarious that they all die. But even that was like nothing was funny about this movie. There was not the best part was when the credits rolled at the end. Like this movie sucked from. Like this movie felt like three hours long. Like this was a it, oh my god! I it, two sittings. I had to take. I had to watch this in two fucking sittings. It was it was painful to get through. This movie just sucks an absolute pile of shit. I don't know what Tom Hanks was thinking. I would love to ask him, like current Tom Hanks, go. What the fuck, Tom Hanks? I, mean, I like, can tell you all the I movies mean, you've done. Yeah, but I, I mean, I can answer that question. It's the fucking Coen brothers. Like, they're good. Okay, you know then, what I mean? then, then, okay, Coen brothers. Hi, same question. 
Yeah, that they're the, they're, the, they're the ones who deserve the. Yeah, that that is what I mean because this is their only dud. Like they, you think they, Tom Hanks looked at them at some point and goes, guys, what the hell's going on? Like what what is the he takes his teeth out? He's like, what are we doing here? Like is this yeah, what I, your, is this your vision? I mean, that's what that, that like I I that this movie feels like it shouldn't exist. Like it's just like what is the is this a make a wish? Did somebody yeah, make a wish this into existence? Yeah, I don't know. And like. As the credits rolled, I was like, what did I just watch? And why did I watch it? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels so, I mean, every movie's unnecessary, but like, that's the first word that comes to my mind. It's just completely unnecessary. Um, Alec, it, was your favorite part of this movie the heist? No. No? My favorite part was the cat. The cat was great. Okay, yeah. There was a the cat who found the finger. The cat, best part of the movie. There's a cat. His name's Pickles. Uh, that's probably going to be the only point this movie gets, because it does have an adorable cat. It's an orange cat. Love cats. Shout out to cats. All the Tom time. Hanks breaks a tree trying to get it from a limb. Like, the old woman annoyed me from the beginning. Oh, my God. Because she's like... She opens the door. The cat runs out. She blames him for that. Right. <laughs> when, like, you answered the door, you opened the door, and the cat ran out. And then like, she's lady, you know the cat's going to run. She's screaming at him to get the cat. And then, like, you're not doing it right. Like, shut up. Like, the old bag. It's like yeah. from the Seinfeld with the, uh, the chocolate babka. Give me the babka, <laughs> you old bag. <laughs> That's a great episode. <laughs> um. Man, I wanted to give this movie a 10. Just, just, to, to, just to piss us off. <laughs> just to piss you off from your uh, Finch reviews from last week. Oh, yeah. How'd you feel um, about that? Now, you guys can go to hell. Uh, <laughs> you I and, gave it a 7. Because you me? and Sean are edgelords. Everything has to be dark yeah. and brooding. I mean, yeah. If it's not a dark, I, brooding movie with tons of death and violence I, and yeah, kids getting I'm, fucked or whatever, then... Yeah, it's not worth I mean, watching. That's, that's how I feel. That's how, I I acknowledge that in the review. I I said I. Yeah. You're saying Finch and Dogtooth is just a classic double feature. Is what we should be watching. <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of a hell of a, a program there. Um, but I own this movie technically. I know this. I don't know where it is. We all used to but live I in a house. It. We used to all live in a house, and this movie was ever present. This movie was there. I've, I bought this movie when a blockbuster we used to go to was closing and they had a bunch of their DVDs on sale, like five for $10 or something. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, I think armloads of DVDs. Like, yeah. I remember those like, days. You, you just I, buy whatever. I, Cause it's yeah, like you like, needed a third movie or whatever. Uh, like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. They got 20 copies of it. Shit. I'll grab one or whatever. Who yeah, you take buy? a chance for five bucks. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I did the same thing at, uh, you do the same thing at Soundgarden. Oh, yeah. Like, they do like three for ten or four for ten, depending on the quality of the movie. Like, well, shit, let me take a flyer on Equilibrium. Yeah. Because yeah. I got Avengers 1 and 2. Let me get a third yeah, why not? something so I get the sale price. I mean, Equilibrium I that, rules, though. I really miss that place that uh, Sean and I used to go to in Hailthorpe that was like a – it was like it was a converted blockbuster, but it, all they sold was used DVDs and Blu-rays, and you'd find just like they also would do like deep discounts, and you'd find some like real gems in there. 
Like, I got the proposition for, like, $3 there on Blu-ray. I think I, mean, I went there when they were closing down. They're, like, closing sale, and I got the Simpsons movie for, like, two bucks. Yeah, that place was great. I can't remember the name of that place, but it was fucking awesome. I missed movie, that. Movie Stop or something? Movie Stop. That was or it. Movies was to it. Go? No, you're right the first time. Movie Stop. Because it was next to a GameStop. It was, like, right by the Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Movies, to, movies to Go was the, the rental place we had in... Mount Airy before any real rental place showed up. Next to Mount the before Olive Leaf. Next Florida. to Olive Leaf Cafe. Olive not Leaf. to be yeah. mistaken for the Olive I used Garden. to I used to Vinny used to work at that video store. And That's I used correct. to go and hang out with Vinny and we'd watch movies at that video store. And then what was that kid's name? Joe something. He he worked at the, the restaurant. He used to bring us food. It was awesome. We used to have a we used to have a great time. Uh Anyway, memory lane, everybody. Uh, it's really hard to talk about this movie because it sucks so bad. Um, it's not funny. It's racist. It's 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 over long for what it is. It's paced really weird. The heist is boring because there's no hiccups. It just happens. There's absolutely no stakes. It just goes off without a hitch. So Stacey, yeah, actually, Stacey asked me what this movie is about. And I described yeah. it to her. She's like, I'd love to know. <laughs> she was like, Oh, it sounds like an Ocean's Eleven, like, yeah. kind of like, yeah, comedy heist. And I was like, No, no. I feel like that's what funny. it wants to be, but it's not. But it doesn't have like, it's not clever enough. Yeah, and like I, it, it and the other thing is like. And, and I like I'll admit, like I watch a lot of old movies, but I don't really watch old comedies. Like I, I don't think I've ever watched. Like I've watched some like Charlie Chap, Chap Chaplin stuff, but I don't know. Does that really count? Like I've never seen like funny, like some like it hot and like stuff like that. Yeah, I've never seen that. I've never seen like Duck Soup or any like the Marx Brothers stuff. So Duck Soup's funny. Duck Soup's good. But like, isn't it like? Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, isn't like stuff from that period kind of broad? Isn't that what, like, the comedy was? Like, it was more like, I don't know, like, easy jokes. Like, I feel like this this isn't even that. Like, this is, I don't know what this is. Yeah, Again, no, it like, was all, yeah, it was just, it was it was simple stuff, and it was edgy for the 30s or whatever. Right. Like, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, this movie is, is a fucking quandary, dude. Like, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Like, this movie to me is more impenetrable than, like, any David Lynch movie. Like, I don't I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. I, I don't know. What are you trying to communicate? Well, it's to not me? trying to tell you anything. You're, there's no, this is all surface. There's no. No, but I mean, like, so when you go to make a movie, right, There, it takes a long time to make a movie. From conception to production to pre-production to post-production. Why did you make this movie? What are you trying to tell? What information did you want to get across to me as a viewer to enjoy your art that you made? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. There's, you're right. Everything is flat. There's nothing to be gleaned from it. But like, it's not even like anti-art. You know what I mean? It's not like a fucking, I don't know, Michael Haneke movie where it's like, you want the audience to feel bad for watching the movie. Like, I don't know what this is. And I find it shocking because the Coens are so good with intentionality. You know what I mean? They're so good at, in their other films, being funny and being dramatic and going, like, you know, a hundred different directions, but then coming together and coalescing in, into something that makes sense. And this movie has none of that. 
None of it. And I, it's just, it's just very, it's very it's weird. A to B, I mean, and it's just, it's all 100% surf. It's, what you see is what you get. There is no, I mean, no, the, the greats all have bad nothing. games, right? Like Tom Brady probably had a game where he threw four interceptions, right? Like, I guess everybody's due for one dud, but like, this is so, so yeah, but bad. Tom Brady didn't get a chance to sit there and go, oh, I shouldn't put this game out. Right, right. That's I, that poor example. I was just trying to make a, a bad analogy, which I did. Also, Alex Smith said that Tom Brady played in the least competitive division in all of football, which is the funniest thing I've ever heard. But cool, cool, yeah. Alex Smith. Like, what are you I, talking? He's right about? on. He's a hundred percent right on, though. I mean, yeah, until but, only until recently, the Bills were trash, yeah, when the Tom Jets Brady, were trash, when and Tom the Brady were trash. Played, the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets were garbage for fifteen years. I mean, yeah. yeah. They probably well, couldn't cobble together 16 wins between the three teams. The Jets had a small, like, two-year run with Rex Ryan before his foot oh, I remember. Middle, and then he fell off. <laughs> was that was that, was that Sanchez? Yeah. Yep. yep. And Bart Scott. Mark Sanchez, who, he's one of those guys that he's a, a color commentator now, and it's always fucking hilarious to listen to him critique quarterbacks. It's like, bro, you sucked. Why you got to do butt fumble, Sanchez? Like, yeah. what are we doing here, bro? Anyway, uh, let's get no, into five knuckle Sanchez, I don't know what he has to so talk this about. This movie was originally supposed to be directed by Barry Sonnefeld. He produced it. He was a producer on this movie. This he seems backed, more like backed, a Barry Sonnefeld movie. He backed out when the Coens were hired. What was that very oh, interesting? interesting so they, like, but, but they wrote it too, right? Like they, because they they weren't like a gun well, for hire. They couldn't written it because it was a remake. No, but they. I mean, you still have to write a script based on a remake. Like I don't think, and also like I didn't, I, and I should have, but I don't think that. I think this has the same premise as the original, but I don't think like the original Alec Guinness is playing like Foghorn Leghorn. I think that's all added. But anyway. So I, so I didn't the original, know Barry Sonnenfeld. The original is British. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I doubt he's playing Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> It'd be funnier if he was. What would be a British Foghorn Leghorn? That's interesting. Oh, Daniel nope. Craig does it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, all right. Five knuckle shelf time, I guess. Uh, Alec. Ben. <laughs> Jesus. Don't don't make a mockery of the. the I'm, just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna start throwing the scores off. No, no, throw don't, the, don't throw the don't, range off. Don't cue the ring. You cue the winged serpent us. It, it's not worth it. You know, no, just destroy the algorithm. Anything north of zero is gonna be shocking to me. I'll give it a two. I'll give it a one for one one point for the cat. Hell yeah, and one point for. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Hitties. <laughs> Say mo. <laughs> Say mo. <laughs> um, I'll give it a point for the premise because the premise isn't bad. It's just executed poorly. Agreed. In- incredibly poorly. Like in other hands with other another script and other directors. Like this probably this premise I think could be potentially fun. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's yeah, it's bad. It's it's, it's in the current state that it is. It's absolute absolute trash. That's one of the reasons that uh, I hate the Coens. Mm. It, it's a it's crazy to hate the Coens, but I respect it. 
I mean, it's basically no, the same plot. I like, is, I, like I, I like, I don't know. I think I've looked at like there's stuff that I've seen, and I'm like fifty fifty. Like so, like really? I like Fargo. I like Oh Brother. I think I liked Blood Simple. Is that the one we watched? No, you, the, yeah. you did not. You did not like Blood Simple. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not. You like Big Lebowski, um, don't you? Yeah, I like Big Lebowski. I like. Did you ever like see Raising of, Raising Arizona? I think you'd like that. I think I've seen that. Saw that when I was a kid. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a banger. Um, what's the one with the Jewish family? Uh, uh, serious man. I like that a lot. Well, yeah, I, I, liked, I liked that until the last like ten minutes. I think Burn After see, Reading. I, I remember liking. Oh, I love Burn After Reading. Um, it sounds like you're you're more pro than con. I've never seen No Country for Old Men. I like that movie. I don't know, have you ever seen True Grit? Their whole like, filmography. I, I remember liking it when I saw it. Yeah. But I feel like retroactively I wouldn't because it's ruined Jeff Daniels. <laughs> yeah. Or Jeff, 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 uh, Jeff, uh, Bridges. Yeah. Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. ruined yeah. Jeff Bridges because that's what he does. He's like, oh, this is easy. I'll just do this. In Fucking weird Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. I'll give it a two. Soft. Uh, I give it uh, like a six. Is that how Sean talks? <laughs> yeah, he sounds uh, like an old Cartman. <laughs> yeah. Sean, yeah, give I, give it, a, I give it a six. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sean. Um, he'll probably give it like a one, I would think. Uh, we'll find out. He probably didn't watch it either. Son of a bitch. He probably didn't watch it. Uh, who really gets the score now? Me? Uh, you. Go ahead. Uh, it gets a one for the cat. But that's it. I love the cat. And I'm glad that the no ill will happened to the cat. Like, nothing bad happens to the cat. And actually, the cat gets the final scene in the movie. Um, also, um, one of the, uh, like, one of two th- scenes, I guess. I actually liked the cat. It ending with the cat dropping the finger into the trash barge. I did enjoy that. Um, this is the movie that's filled with talented people. I didn't bring it up, but, uh, Sir Richard, uh, Deacons fucking shot this movie. He's like a world famous cinematographer. He's shot some of the greatest movies ever made. He shot this movie and it's like, fuck, <laughs> like why? <laughs> um, but, um, like the Coens are great. This is not. Every actor in this movie is usually pretty good. Even Marlon Wayans has had stuff where he's good. But, like, I, I, and, and I, again, like, this made me examine the Coen brothers and their relationship with, like, black characters, like we talked about at the beginning. And it feels super problematic. And I don't know. Again, like, maybe 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that wouldn't really bother me. But I find that shit, like, super jarring now, maybe because I'm looking for it. And, we're doing a movie review show, so I'm just trying to like pick things apart. But those characters, like again, like the the prominent black characters in this movie, are one the most annoying asshole you've ever met in your life, who's just like endlessly fucking rude and just awful. And then um, two people that try to rob a fucking donut shop, like it's like okay, that's great. And then even the um, old lady, they make her say the n word like five times at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, the, that's uh, right, that's right. Doesn't want to play the critique of hip hop. Yeah, and then the cops like, "What word are you talking about?" Yeah, so they make her actually say it like three or four times, just because it's because yeah, we forget they the think word. It's, they think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, the movie is not funny. 
it's like not even like it doesn't even resemble jokes. I don't understand where the laughs are supposed to go. And again, the Cohens are funny. Like Big Lebowski, hilarious. Raising Arizona, hilarious. Like that kid in Raising Arizona that's just writing fart on his wall. That's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. So like they understand humor. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Like were they asleep? Did Barry Sonnenfeld like actually direct this movie? You know what I mean? Like you know how I think it's uh I think it's Poltergeist that Toby Hooper is the credited director, but people say that he like basically was never there and Steven Spielberg actually directed the movie. Is it one of those situations where like, cause Barry Sonnenfeld sucks. Like we've, we've gone over some of his fucking movies on the show. He's not very good. This feels like a Barry Sonnenfeld movie. Uh, I, I just, I hate this movie and I don't know why it's here. It's like, it's the thing that should not be like, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, so it's a one cause I love cats and uh shout out to pickles. Uh, Gogs. How many times do you think the old lady said the N word in the movie? At least three at or least, four. At least. Yeah. A couple, right? Please don't base your score off N words. <laughs> That's just not a precedent. I was say. right at the beginning. Yeah, so however many that is, that's no, it's a zero. <laughs> this movie sucks. Like this movie sucks shit. The cat sucks shit. Everything sucks oh, shit. Oh, Fuck come the on. cat. Fuck the Damn, cat. Damn man. Like you get a cat again, man. This You're is like, not this isn't cool. I don't like this. This at movie all. made me not want cats ever again. Oh, like, this, oh man. It made me not want to have a basement. I love my basement. Like this movie is the worst. Like Tom Hanks is the worst in it, and yet somehow everyone else is worse than him. Next time I come over, we'll start tunneling towards one of your neighbors' basements to start a heist, and we'll see if we can make it funnier than they did. It would have to be. Have like, to one be. of my kids could get caught in a cave, and it'd be funnier than this because this movie sucks. Uh, I, I'm mad at Sean. Uh, I'm kind of <laughs> mad at the show. Like this might be one of the worst movies we've watched for the show, and we watched Maximum Conviction this year. I hated every second of it. It ruined an evening for me. Uh, Go to hell, Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> like, this movie sucks. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's it's a zero. It's, 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 it's one of the worst things we've watched. my favorite Gogs review ever. Go to hell, Tom Hanks. Um, so, oh, so now, what's, Alec, what's next month? Yeah, what's next month? Next month is... It's a wonderful knife. All movies <laughs> about sword with swords and blades and stuff in them. Oh wow, that? that's a good. That's a good one. Who came up with that one? That's a great nice. one. Nicely done. All right, do you have a pick? I got to think. I have about a pick. That. Okay. Got blade. It. Okay. Right there. Pick blade two, so we can argue about no. it on the show. Fuck blade two. It's blade two is awesome. You're so wrong about it. Double thumbs down. You're out Blade of three, though. We can all hate it. Oh, oh we can all hate Blade three. Blade three is so no, Blade, bad. OG Blade with the Blood right. Rave and, and Blood Tornado, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf. And Chris Offerson. Oh, Steven Dorf is in the new season of the Gemstones, and he's fucking great. He was great in that season of, uh, True Detective he was in. That season kind of sputtered out, but he was really good in it. Was that third season? Yeah, the one with Marsha Shala Ali. Speaking I heard of that Blade, was good. The second one was so bad, I didn't go back to it. The second one was fucking awful. And the the yeah. first one is one of the best seasons of television ever made. I'll stand by that. 
It's a great there's one. A new, it's uh, plagiarized, right? There's a new one coming out. There's a new, season, maybe it's of, uh, there's a new season of Fargo getting ready to come out, too. Yeah, it looks good. That, uh, that show is, is excellent. Oh, what's her name? Um, I can't think of her real name. Keely from Ted Lasso. Yeah. I can't think of her real name. All right. And I know her real name. I know it well. I, I don't know why I can't think of it. No, Juno, Juno something. Juno Temple. Not her name? Juno Temple. Yes. Great name. Uh, all right. Well, that's a show. Uh, next week, Blade. Looking forward to revisiting that. I haven't watched that movie in years. One of, one of the original Marvel films. And one of the biggest reasons why superhero movies are a thing. Like, yeah, that was like, absolutely. It was, it was a huge it was really hit. that, like, as far as like legit Marvel movies, mm-hmm. it was, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher, and then this Blade. Yeah, and, and then, then X-Men. After was this it? was X-Men and Spider-Man. Yeah. And... So Blade started it all. I remember Blade also was one of the first DVDs I ever owned. It was that and Starship Troopers. I remember that like it was yesterday. What the fuck? Hell of a duology. Hell yeah. That's a good one. That's a great, that's a great one. Jesus. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was so excited. DVDs were so exciting back then. Mm. I, I miss being excited over new technology. Now everything is right. so like meh. The drive home, like going to the like going to Best Buy and getting it, oh and then God. just anticipation. So I cool. think what I miss, if we're going to mm. reminisce for two seconds, sure. I miss a game manual. Like I remember, I miss buying yeah. a video game, opening up, and then thumbing through the manual. Yeah, like, it's a little bit of like foreplay before we got into the video. There's no manuals anymore. And a lot of no. times, like especially with like a lot of the role playing games for like Super Nintendo, there's like cool artwork in there and maps and stuff. Hey, and there was yeah. no tutorials. They just started the game. Like, I hope yeah. you read the manual. Yeah. Oh wait. yeah. Oh, if we could go back. All right, everybody, we go back and not watch the lights. <laughs> Amen to that. Uh, somehow, when we went back in time, it would erase our memory, but. All right, everybody, that's the show. Bye-bye.